say hi to two people around you because you guys seem a little bit too shy. You guys are making me shy. And if I get shy, I'm not going to be able to speak. Guys, this week, um, I've, been, um, I've been praying. We've been doing a, a lot in um, where we are from. Like your pastor said, like the pastor said, we're uh, from L.A. And over there, we have a, a new temple, which honestly, it's all the glory to God. But it's busy, 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 and then problems, and then busy, 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 and then more problems. And um, the reason why I tell you guys is, is because I was, I, was telling, I was telling the youth, and I was, we've been preaching to the youth over there. And I was asking God, God, you know, what, what can I give to these kids? Not most of you guys are kids, but to the youth. To the youth, to the, you know, young adults. And I saw that uh, I always see the name of the, of the, of the topic, of the, of the event, which is called Ignited. And what is it, what would it be amazing to know about if it's not about by the fire of God? You know what I mean? So before, before we get into it, please close your eyes. Just help me pray. Pray uh, for yourself. Pray also for me. And uh, let's close your eyes. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come together, Lord, asking the Lord humbly, Lord, to please open up our minds, open up our hearts, Lord. And I ask, Lord, let it be you speaking, Lord. Don't let it be a man. Don't let it be a name. Don't let it be me, Lord, but let it be you, Lord. And I ask you, Lord, to please take away any of my poor qualities, any of the things that I might not like from me, Lord. And let it be you, Lord. Let it, you, let it be your holy fire that comes from heaven, Lord. And let us... Let it be you that ignites our life, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, anybody that has come here with problems, with worries, Lord, anybody that's here that doesn't want to do anything with you, Lord, I ask you to please rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And in its place, Lord, descend with power your spirit, Lord. And I ask you, Lord, to please give us that unity and that peace and that joy that we all need. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. So... I was, I was, um, hold on, let me just put my watch because if not, um, I don't know if you know, but my dad can preach an hour and 45. I'm sure our parents can go for a long time, right? So I'm just going to do 45 minutes. So uh, I was looking at into the fire of God. And uh, last time I came here, uh, I, I preached about the fire of God. But I want you guys to see this different, this different way that I was trying to see it. Because the fire of God, for example, we all want, the fire of God, like Acts 2, right? Like the Pentecost, you know, like a rushing wind and people were speaking, you know, tongues of fire. And that's what we all want. Amen? Right? Who wants to speak in tongues? With their, their heads? Oh, nobody, no one wants to speak in tongues? And, this, you know, it's funny that everybody, every time I ask youth this, they always go, oh, Dad, I want to prophesy. I want to speak in tongues. And then I wonder, and then the next question that I ask is like, oh, do you know how to be baptized in, in the Holy Spirit? And they're like, no, no, I don't know what that is. And we have to understand that the fire of God is very important to understand it in order so it can come up upon us. And we have to understand as well that just like there is the fire of God, there's bad fires as well. For example, if you guys have heard the apost our Apostle Sergio, he says that there are, there are strange fires. That we must, be, we, must, we must be careful that we don't bring them into the church, number one. And number two, the which is more important, bring it into our lives. And, and I wanted to start with that. Here, let, let's, go, let's go to Leviticus 10.1. Do you guys bring a Bible? Or? Yeah, if you guys didn't bring a Bible, um, it's okay. Leviticus 10.1. 
And it says, now Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took their respective ceremonial censers. I'm reading the AMP version, if you guys, if you guys are wondering. And put fire in them. Placed incense on it and offered strange, parentheses, unauthorized, unacceptable fire before the Lord. An act, in parentheses again, which had not command, which not been commanded to do. And the fire came out of the presence of the Lord and devoured them. And they died before the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, this is what the Lord says. I will be treated as holy by those who approach me. And before all the people, and I will be honored. So Aaron therefore said nothing. So I want you guys to understand what's going on here, right? There's this Aaron, he has two kids, and they're going to bring ceremonial incense to God, right? But when they bring it, look, look, look what it says, into the holy place. Then when they bring it in front of God, God gets angry. But listen, because this is why I want to tell you guys that there is good, bad fire and good fire. They bring bad fire, strange fire, and then the good fire consumes them. You see? So God doesn't, God, this is not, you know, you know, the last airbender where you throw fire and you throw water. This is real stuff. God is the maker of fire. Therefore, he goes, are you going to bring something that's not worthy? Here, let me show you what is worthy. And he consumes the sons of Aaron. And look, I mean, two kids, two, maybe not two kids, but two young persons come and bring bad stuff. And what happens is that God tells Moses to tell Aaron, do you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Amplifying it even, even a little bit more for you guys. He says, you know what? I just killed your kids because I will not be treated as a joke. That's a 2023 version. I will be treated as who I am, holy and in honor. I want you guys to understand that because nowadays, in this generation, we don't know what honor is. We don't know what holy is. For now, holy is somebody that, you know, you know, um, I'm going to say, you know, don't, don't say you have to be political correct. That's not, what we're, that's not what we're trying to do. That's not what I'm trying to do. What we're trying to be is holy and treat God's things with honor. So, so check this out. They come with strange fire and God says, no, we're not going to do this here. He comes, brings out his fire and consumes them. And like you guys all understand, they die. And the father couldn't say anything because God is God and God was right. So check this. Check, I want you guys to see this, that there is this fire that consumes. And this fire that the world is giving you because what is the, I, I, honestly, I say this almost every single preaching, especially with the, with the young people. I tell them, what does this world tell you? What does Instagram, TikTok tell you? Follow your heart. Do you want to do it? Go ahead, do it. You want to wear rainbows? Wear them. You want? You feel like a girl? Sure. You feel like a boy? Sure. You feel like a wolf? Sure. <laughs> Guys, wolves? Come on. <laughs> Come on. And yet, we live among this world, and God forbid if you say anything. And then you come to church, and they go, no, no, no that's not correct. No, that's not what my heart is telling me to do. No, no. It's not about what your heart wants to do. It's about what your soul needs. And what it needs is the fire of God. So don't bring what you see out there here. But instead, try to grab what's in here and bring it out there. That's what's important. Give applause to God because he's good. And I want you guys to understand one thing. 
You, we are not, how can I say this? We are not, um, how, how do you say it? Now I'm backwards with you. You're, you're super good at, at English and I'm kind of, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what do you call this? Avivamientos, uh, uh, revivals. We, 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 we can't be revival hunters. You know what I mean? We can be like, oh, there's a revival in Sacramento. Oh, I'm going to go chase the, the revival. Oh, there's a revival in LA. Oh, I'm going to go there. Oh, there's a revival in Oregon. Oh, no, 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 no. Revival happened in Acts 2. And it will happen in every church. The thing is, we're not willing. But uh, let me tell you one more thing. Can I say something? It might hurt you guys. And it might hurt me as well. It hurts me. Well, I, I read this, so I, it hurts me as well. We see that there's a revival in Albury. Oh, God, I wish I could be there. And the Holy Spirit is here at church like, hey. Yeah, it's me. So I want you guys to understand that it's not a place. It's your heart. That's why God made a temple in your life, in your, in your body. But my question is this. Do you take care of your body? Like you take care of this temple? Don't answer that. You guys are looking at me like, whoa, Danny. So check this out. I want to continue because I only have a few more minutes and I want to finish. Exodus 3. Don't even move. I'm just going to tell you the story. But if you guys want to check me out, it's Exodus 3. Exodus 3 talks about this man. I don't know if you know him. His name is Moses. He's a little bit hidden in the Bible. And it says that he's walking. Listen, listen to what he's doing. Because what we do is very important for the fire of God to come and call us. But check this out. He says that he's, Exodus 3, 1, it says, it says, now Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law. What was Moses doing? He was taking care of somebody else's flock. Here, let me put it in the 2023 version. He was in church helping the pastor. He wasn't in the world. Oh God, I wish, you know, I don't need church. I don't need to congregate. I can do it at, I can do it at home. I have my little services. You know, I, I, used to, I used to know a girl that said that she used to have services when she showered. And she, and she used to be like, oh, today I got to uh, Alabanza. And, uh, and then she would still go to church and everything. But it, it was hilarious to me because I was like, people sometimes think that way. They're like, oh, today we're going to get to the holiest place. But no preaching. No preaching today. We don't have time. That's not right. We have to congregate. And listen to what it says. Moses is taking care of, his, of, his, of Jethro's flock. And when he's taking care of it, looking for things to do, being busy in church. Not being busy outside. He was busy in church. Listen to what it says. It says, And the angel of the Lord, too, appeared to him in the flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. He looked and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. So listen, remember I was talking about the fire, right? Look at the fire. Number one, Danny, I want to be baptized by the Holy Spirit. Danny, I want to, I want to have those tongues of fire and I want to speak. And when I speak, I want God to hear me. And when I speak, I want God to do what God promises in my life so I can be. The first thing you must do is you must be busy in his word. You must be busy in this place, in this home. You cannot be busy at church and then he'll call you. Because the moment he'll call you, he'll call you through an angel in fire. And I want you guys to understand that when, 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 when Moses walks by, let's just, let, me, let me add a little bit more because I feel like uh, sometimes, you know, we, we like a little bit of imagination, but I have enough for all of us, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I do, I really do. Um, so I'm, I imagine that he's walking by and he's like, What's that? 
there's, there's a bush on fire? Let's stop there. A bush. In, in Spanish, salsa. You know, salsa? Salsa, huh? Salsa encendida. This, this bush, it's like a thorny bush. The, the Bible, not in the Bible, I was looking into what this salsa is. And this, 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 this bush has no, how can I say this? Has no, um, has no point. It's just a dead bush. It has no fruit. It bears nothing. It gives nothing to man. And yet, if you touch it, it hurts you. Yet, it was chosen to call Moses. So check this out. Anybody, okay, well, what, am I going to find a burning bush on my house? No, 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 no. You're not going to do that. What you're going to do is, maybe that one person that you think has nothing to do with God, God might use them to light you on fire. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about me that right now with, with everything that I've been going through and, and my life and, and church, I was that guy. For example, I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys a little bit. Uh, like I said, we have a new temple today, and and uh, we have a new temple, and you know these hermanos who start making like like huge holes, like literally like ten feet holes, and we're trying to look at the plumbing, and that's what you do, right? Construction. And they're like, oh, Danny, you know, we found the plumbing, and I'm like, oh, great, hermano, you know, how does it look? He takes out a huge piece of plumbing like this goes look it's broken and I'm like how are we gonna build bathrooms no bathrooms no people no people no church and I was looking at us dude I, I honestly I'll be honest I was scared I, I told the, the people that came with me they already know this I was scared and I was like okay how? I was already I'm t I told my sister I was already thinking uh, how to get out of the lease eight years broken plumbing what, what are we gonna do and they're like no, no wait Danny don't, don't get crazy let me make another hole and we'll see. I was like, okay, maybe it's just this part. Hey, guys, did you find the plumbing? Yeah, Danny, look. Four or five pieces. And I'm like, no, I got to get out. And so, and the plumber that was helping us, he was like, no, Danny, we're not going to get out. Like, no, we got to get out. So time to eat. We go to eat. Dude, and I was like pale, white, of how worried I was, right? And I was like, no, I, we can't continue. We can't continue. And then this guy, this guy, this plumber, he, you know, he comes up. And he goes, Danny, look at, look at me. Like, he talked talk to me like, and I was like, what? <laughs> he goes, like, listen, big rewards come with big problems. If you run away now, you'll never get to your big reward. And, and, glory to God. And then I looked at this guy and I was like, number one, let's lower your tone. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not like that. Number one, I was like, I was like, who are you? Because this is not you. And number two, automatically clicked. This is a burning bush. God's speaking to me. He's setting my faith on fire. So I can continue what God has given me. Because big things usually come with big problems. And then I saw him and then I was like, okay, sounds good. And then out of nowhere, I called the owner. And like, hey, look, the, plum the plumbing is bad. And he was like, okay, you know what's in some of it? He turned out paying for it. Right now they're doing it right now. He turned out making all the trenches. And then, you know, when people tell me, oh, Danny, you know, there's a leak. And I'm like, honestly, nothing scares me anymore. Because it's not my church. It's not my dad's church, but it's God's church. The fire that we need is the fire of faith. Why? Because it's not a man that called you, but it's the bush, the burning bush. The person that was insignificant to your life was, was brought up by the Holy Spirit to call you today and say, take this fire. That's why I call this 
the, the, the calling of fire. Because the calling of fire calls through faith. It calls upon your faith to see how much you believe in God. That's why this, that's why being, being, a, being a follower of Christ, I don't even like to say Christian because a lot of people can call themselves Christian. But being a follower of Christ is not easy. And let me tell you something, it's not all butterflies and rainbows every single day either. Sometimes people, you come and like, oh my God, I hate this, hermano. And guess what? God bless you too. Oh my God, look at this bald fat guy up here. Who does he think he is? I agree. I don't know who I am, but I could just know this, that God chose me. And let me tell you one more thing for you. God chose you. We're going to bless the God because this guy is good. The fire of God does not work like the fire that, you know, you get stuck. You know, you, some of you guys don't even know how to cook, but have you guys ever turned on your stuff? You guys know how to cook or no? I cook very well, but I'm 30 years old, so. Um, but if you guys ever get burned, you, you automatically know that if you put your hand in the stove, what's going to happen? You're going to get burned, right? The fire of God is not like that. The fire of God consumes special things. But before I get there, notice that the bush was on fire to what? To call out that faith in Moses. Because what does he say after? You're going to set my people free. Me? You're going to set my people free. Let's suppose I do go. Look, 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 look at this like this faith. Who do I say sent me? And then God comes. Look, I was reading it uh, this morning. And I was like, honestly, we, we, we paraphrase really wrong, right? But it says, he says, your father... I'm the father of Abraham. I'm the God of Jacob. I'm the, and you start saying, I'm the God of these people. Tell them I sent you. Okay. I imagine Moses, right? 2023 version. Um, you know, millennial. Okay. Sounds good. But let's just suppose I do go to them. Who do I say sent me? And then God says, I am. Like, like, like saying, I just told you who I am. And you don't believe me? And what does he do? He calls out, that's what I'm saying, that this fire, he burned, how do I say this? His, um, what's the opposite of faith? How can I say it? His doubt. And called out his faith. That's why being filled by the Holy Spirit doesn't only mean that you're here crying and, and saying tongues. No, no, The Holy Spirit should be carried out outside these four walls. The Holy Spirit comes with through, your, through your faith. What's going on? Did you lose somebody? Did you lose something? I, I love what you were, what Pastor Douglas was speaking yesterday. You lose somebody. How can you know if somebody's filled with the Holy Spirit? Because only God can sustain you. If you ever lose a family member, who, who can keep you up? Only God. If you lose something you love, who can keep you afloat? Only being filled by the Holy Spirit. That's all. That's why when it gets tough, we fail. Why? Because we're empty. We're empty. And listen to Exodus 3, 5 says, and then he says, he saw the burning bush. God tells him who he is. And he says, do not come near. Take your sandals off your feet. For the place on which you stand is holy ground. Holy ground. So what type of fire does God have? Say it again, loud and proud. Holy fire. So he, he's not here to joke with you and I. But in order, look, I, I don't want you guys to think that you have to be holy in order to have this fire. But we need to strive for something. It's like, for example, you guys never wanted to be like a professional athlete? I feel like that's so common in guys. 
right? Yeah, I want to be a professional basketball player. Turned out to be the ball. I'll just see you guys wake up. Oh, I want to be a professional soccer player. What did you have to do? Sit on the couch? Oh, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Do you pray? Do you read the Bible? Sorry, was that? You're making me feel bad now. And, and, and I look at this and, and I say, God doesn't want, look, I always tell people this, but that is because it's so hard to read the Bible. I agree. It's a hard habit. But God is not looking for perfection from one day to another. Well, he's looking for progress. Progress. Okay, read a verse today. When you go to the gym, what do you listen to? Bad Bunny? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. How about if you pop in, you know, Proverbs? If you guys read Proverbs, you'll be wise. We must strive to be holy in order to receive the holy fire. I strive. Look, 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 look another time that the holy fire appears. Daniel 3.25. As you guys know, this is the story of Nebuchadnezzar. He comes and he tells, okay, when you guys hear the music, everybody has to kneel down. They have to start and have to worship the God that I'm telling you to worship. And have you guys know those three people? You guys remember those three people? Did you guys ever see VeggieTales? No. No? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? They come like, oh, we, we are not going to bow, king. Oh, no? Sounds good. Put them in the furnace. Seven times heated. Imagine this. And they go in there. Look, I don't know. Were they scared? How do you know? I'd be a little bit scared. I would trust God, but I'd be scared. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. It's not about me. It's about these guys. And then... This guy, this guy comes up, and the king Nebuchadnezzar gets close, and he's saying that they're walking around this furnace, and it appears for them to have a fourth person. Listen to this, and it looked like God is a God covered in light, and listen to this. Look at the fire that we have and the fire that God has. When they bring them out, the only thing that changed about them was what? Do you guys know? Were they burned? A little bit? Did they smell like smoke? What changed? They were unbound. So what does the holy fire, what does the holy fire do? Sets you free. The holy fire here is not to burn you, it's not to hurt you, it's not to put a, how do you say, a yoke. You know what a yoke is? A burden bigger than what you can carry. What it's here to do is to set you free. That's why I'm, let me tell you something, the, the number one thing I'm against is people that are older putting a burden on younger people that they can't even carry. I'm telling you today, that is because it's hard and I can't walk, it's okay, but are you being set free? Oh yeah, I stopped listening to Bad Bunny last week. Perfect. God's setting you free slowly. You're coming out of the fire. But in order to do that, what do you must do? Hey. You must understand and have faith that God will be with you and this fire will come and set you free. Whatever, whatever you're struggling with, you're struggling with sex, God will set you free. You're struggling with drugs, God will set you free. You're struggling with music, God will set you free. You're struggling with your potty mouth, God will set you free. 
Whatever it is, whatever it is, you struggle with your eyes, your ears, you struggle with anything, God will set you free. But how is, how Daniel, how do we do this? How do we do this? Look, the first thing they do is they bow down to no other God. Number one. And number two, their ironclad faith. Their faith was strong. They saw the, the, the furnace and they're like, man, we're going to be roasted up. So, ooh. What do you say? For me, dying is gain. Kill me. I will not be worshiping any of the gods. And what does God do? He appears and sets him free. And listen, and let's read Daniel 3.27. It says, the satraps, perfects, governors, and the king's counselors gathered around them and saw that in regard of these men, the fire had no effect on their bodies. Their hair was not singed. Their clothes were not scorched or damaged. Even the smell of smoke was not on them. Listen. Maybe you're going through a huge trial. And everybody around you is saying, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. I'm sorry. It's too hard for you. It's too much for you. But when you let his holy fire help you, not only will he abound you, unbound you, but he will also make, let you make it through. And everybody who spoke against you will be, set, will be like this. Look, you made it through? How? Unscathed? Not touched? How can it be? Danny, you? Yes, me. But not only me, but glory to God. That's what I'm telling you guys, that the fire, the holy fire, not only just sets you free, but it gets you, gets you through difficult times. We must receive this holy fire. I call this a liberating fire. Let's push forward, because I don't want to, I want to finish. Isaiah 6, 5. Isaiah 6, 5. Then I said, woe is me, for I am ruined, because I am a man of ceremonially unclean lips. And I, leave, I live among the people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. 6. The one of the seraphim flew within the burning coal in his, in his hand, or the burning coal, sorry, in his hand, which he had taken from the altar of the tongues, and he touched my mouth with it, and said, listen carefully. Listen to what the seraphim tells, tells Isaiah. This has touched your lips. Your wickedness, your sin, your injustice, your wrongdoing is taken away. And your sin is atoned for and forgiven. What else does the holy fire do? What, is that? what else does the holy fire do in Isaiah here? I don't know if you guys ever read this passage, but if you guys didn't, Isaiah is seeing a vision. He's seeing God. And there's a seraphim. Do you know what a seraphim is? Oh, no. It's like a god. No, no, it's not a god. It's, it's, a, it's an angel, right? It's a huge angel. And then he looks at, and he's, he's you know, saying, holy, holy is your name, which is, which is God. And then he looks at this, and he's like, oh, my God. I'm giving you guys your version. 22, 3 version. Oh, my God. I am a sinner. I can't be here. I can't worship. I can't be like, the, like that guy. He's holy. He's an angel. And then the same holy creature grabs a coal, a burning coal. With tongues. You know what I find amazing? How the angel can't touch that fire, but yet it can't touch us. And it, and it grabs the tongues, and it touches his mouth. And he says, now listen, what touched you is the fire of God. What touched you is the holy fire. And what comes with that fire? It comes with the forgiveness and your sins. 
It comes with the forgiveness and your injustice. Danny, it's because I can't pray because I sinned yesterday. Let the, fi- let the holy fire touch your lips so you may prophesy. Do you think God is going to choose you just because you didn't sing last night? I, I, I don't to, do you think that your sin, whatever you're, whatever you're struggling with, is going to keep you away from God? What does Romans say? Not debts, no heights, no demons, no angels. Nothing can keep you away from the love of God. And yet we come and go, oh, I can't. You know, they put music and it feels good. And you have a prophecy or you have a vision that you saw. I can't say it because I sinned. No. The holy fire is cleaning you. Let it clean you. Give applause to God. He's good. What this fire does, it doesn't burn you physically. What it does, it burns your impurities. That's it, guys. Nothing we can ever do, nothing we can ever do can make us worthy enough to carry God's holy fire. Nothing, nothing. We are bad people. Even when, you know, King David said, forgive my sins, the ones I know and the ones that I don't know. So imagine all the things that we do bad that we don't know. You think because, oh, this week... I didn't listen to any bad music. This week, I did this. This week, I prayed a minute a day. And this week, you know, I was, you know, you know, I did all my chores. Do you think that's enough? God lived a holy life for 30 years and he was still whipped. He was still tortured. So you and I can have a chance. The holy fire makes you holy. Atones for. He repairs. He repairs what you have wrong. You're sinful. That oh God, I can't do this because my heart is is wicked. It's okay. Come, let me let me give you some of this fire, so this fire can atone for your sins, repair what you've done. You know, sometimes I was thinking about this this morning. We're so scared to do that. We're so scared to open our mouths in church because you know we're not up here or we're not wearing a suit. You know why I'm wearing a suit today? So I didn't bring enough clothes. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sorry. I don't like wearing, I, don't, I, I do like it, but I feel a little bit out of place. But I want to tell you guys today that God is not looking at your clothes. God is not looking at what you did. God is looking, are you willing? Are you willing? Yes, yes God, I'm willing. Then get close. Let me put the holy fire on your lips. So don't, don't stay quiet. And you know what? We we're used to as as a Latino uh, community. We're used to it, right? And when you cry, you know, when, when your parents are talking, you go, mom, mom. My dad used to get to three, whooped. Right? It's normal. Do not talk when adults are speaking. And so we, we, we're, we're, we're getting beat into our head that when you speak, it's not important. But here... God wants you to speak to him. God wants you, when you have a prophecy, say it. And if you say something incorrect, don't worry. Your leader will come and say, hey, listen. God doesn't say my boy. God doesn't say hood, you know. And we'll start fixing it. I promise. I have kids prophesy. And I got to go up to them and be like, listen. The prophecy, straight on. Just change words. Read the Bible. Okay, Danny. No problem. 
I'm not there to be like, you suck. You know, no, no. What I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say is we're here to help you. But it's up to you to, you know, open your mouth. I can't do that for you. Well, I kind of can, but I can't get anything out of it. And that's how I want to go to Acts 2. Honestly, I like Acts so much. Acts 2 is, well, Acts 1 is about Jesus. He is risen. He's being, you know, he's walking around. I, I, I'm just, I'm paraphrasing, right? He's with the, the apostles, and he's telling them, the one that comes after me is going is gonna to baptize you in the, in, the, in the Holy Spirit. And Acts 2 is when they all get together in the, in, the, in the upper room, and they start praying, and they start praying, and they start praying. And out of nowhere, there's like a little shake of the room. Excuse me. And there's like a, and everything, and then the Holy Spirit descends. And then what I loved about Acts 2, it says, it says this. Look, it says on 2-3, it says, There appeared to them tongues resembling fire. How does tongues resemble fire? It's not a good metaphor. It's not, it's not, but the Bible doesn't make a mistake. Which were being distributed among them. And they, and they rested on each of one of them as, as each have received the Holy Spirit. And they were all filled that is diffused through their being with the Holy Spirit and began speaking their tongues, different languages, as the Spirit was giving them the ability to speak clearly and appropriately. Listen to what happens when, when the, the Holy Fire comes. It's an everlasting fire. Look, back in the day, they had to see it. But today, you have it inside you. When Moses, when Moses was called, guess what? He had a sea fire. When Isaiah saw the vision, he had to see a burning coal so he can go around him. And he could be like, okay, you're right. But now, God tells you, hey, I'm going to put this fire inside of you. And now we have it inside here. And we get to carry it with us. And now, that's why in Timothy it says, do not let your, uh, your fire go out. But instead, you know, put it up. Continue to put in, what's it called? Wood. Now I forget all the English words that I want to use. I think there's a there's a verse that somebody might have said verse in, in the in the back. It's your job to maintain the fire alive. It's your job. No, it's not your mom's job. No, it's not your dad's. No, it's not your pastor's job. It's your job to maintain that fire alive. Because notice, it's been a year, 365 days since last time that we had ignited. Have you changed? Do you prophesy? Are you filled by the Holy Spirit or are you in the same place you were 365 years ago? Not years, that's a long time. <laughs> Days. You guys got to measure yourselves like that. It's like imagine, imagine going to the gym for a year and nothing happens. Would you continue going? But where, where are you going? Where, where are you going? To look at people? But you know. You go, when you go to the gym, you know who's committed, right? Because rains, shines, I don't know what happens here. Snow, maybe? They're there. That's what we have to be. We got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because the fire, the holy fire is not, not only so you can be visible, but now it's inside of you. What does the holy fire do? It guides you. It cleans you. It keeps you close to him. He speaks to you. When he speaks to you, do not ignore him. And when you speak to him, he doesn't ignore you. Danny, but how do I speak to the Holy Spirit? Yes, you speak to the 
the Holy Spirit. For anything. Get in your car by yourself and be like, you know, the first time is like meeting a new person. Hey, what's your name? Yeah. But then, you start being like, oh, Holy Spirit, help me, you know, guide me. And then when you want to have a relationship, guess what? You're not going to go to your friends. You're going to go to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you know, you think it's right? The Holy Spirit is inside you, pushing you, guiding you to see what you do. Should I be going out with this guy? Should I be going out with this girl? Should I be doing this? Should I be going here? Should I be doing this? And you'll see slowly and surely God will guide you through his fire, with his fire. And as well as cleaning you. But what do we do? We let the Holy Spirit sit in the back seat our whole life. And then we call upon it when we're having hard times. You know, I, I, tell, I tell my, my youth over there, uh, the youth that, that God has given us in, in, in L.A., I tell them, the point is to ask them even about for parking spots. You'll be, you'll be amazed. I, I ask God, God, I don't want to walk. I'll be honest. You can tell. I don't want to walk. I don't want to walk. I don't want to walk three blocks. Can you give me a parking in front? Sometimes he gives it to me. And God, glory to God. And when he does it, you know what I say? Glory to God. So I'm like, I'm just, I'm just a clay pot. The everlasting fire should guide you. It's inside you. The question is, do you have it or is it dying? That's your question. Lastly, look, I'm done. Uh, let me see if I can just paraphrase this. I can. If uh, Kevin, can you help me out with the panel? I don't know where you're at. I can't see you, but where's my boy Kevin? Somewhere. Yeah, when you when you can. Yeah, come see. First Kings, 18. It says that Elijah comes. You know who Elijah is? If you guys don't know who Elijah is, Elijah's a prophet. Elijah comes, and he tells uh, some prophets from a random random God. He tells them, "Hey, you know, let me prove you that my that my God is real." He says, "Okay, let's do it. Build your altar and go ahead and pray to him." The sign is, let fire come down, right? And the whole bunch of people of Israel over there that turned away from God, he goes like, okay, go. And they start going, you know, the little things, you know. They're, I don't know what the ritual was they're doing. And then he's there. I imagine, I imagine Elijah's like this, looking at him like this. And they're like, hey, uh, guys, I think your God is sleeping. Can you do it a little bit louder? I think he can't hear you guys. And, uh, you know, they start doing and, you know, I don't know, throwing incense and whatever they were doing, right? Hey, guys, I think your, your God is in the bathroom. Just give him a second. He'll be back. Like that. Like, he was not a nice guy, right? But whatever. And then, sure enough, nothing happened. And then they go, okay, it's your turn, Elijah. Why don't you do it? Okay. I think that's the first thing he did. He said, people of Israel, come near. He called upon the people of God. So they go near. He says that. He made an altar. He took 12 stones representing all 12 tribes. He set the altar. He did everything. He cut up the bull, grabbed it, put it on the altar. And then he turned back. And then he said, okay, now bring me jars of water. It says that they bring jars of water and wet the whole thing once. Okay, do it again. And then did it twice. And it says, okay. Do it one more time. Three times. Imagine 
Have you guys ever tried to set wood on fire? Let me tell you, I've tried. I've gone to the snow one time and I found some frozen wood and I thought I was going to make just fire like that. It's not easy. It's smoke, it's, it's really hard to, to let it burn. And, and then he comes and he goes, okay, okay, thank you. And he starts praying, guys. And he goes, Heavenly Father, that you're in heaven, Lord, you know that you are the truest of God. Lord, let it descend fire in this moment. And it says that fire came down and it grabbed all the water and it says that it licked it. Imagine that power. And then it says that all of the people of Israel bowed down and said, God is God of gods. Glory be to God. And you might say, and you might say, Danny, but what does this have to do with anything? The holy fire brings repentance. Holy fire is not only so you can be like, oh my God. That's beautiful how the Holy Spirit falls. No, no, it's not only so you can see, but it's so you can believe and you can repent and come back to God. That's why I tell you, I don't know who you are. I know a few of you guys. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what you've been doing this last year that I've been here. But I want to tell you that if you need the holy fire, it's here for the taking God wants you to have it. He's not keeping it away from you. He's not keeping it up high and you have to jump and you have to kick. No, no. He says it's yours. Do you want it? Repent. Do you want it? Just believe in Jesus. That's why John 3.16 it says that God loved the world. I'm going to give it to you guys. God loved you so much that he gave his only son. But listen, but there's, a, there's something we have to do in order to receive eternal life. He says, but for so those who believe in Jesus can have eternal life and not perish. This is not a God does 100% of the way and we don't do anything. We're just, you know, we're passenger princesses. No, this is about real stuff, real decisions that God already did half the work for you. He did the work that you couldn't do. The next half is your half, the decision. And that's, I, honestly, I say this all the time, but I don't even care because you guys don't even listen to me that long. Every time that somebody asks me for help, he goes, God, Danny, I'm so tired of my life. I go, wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. Like, Before you start spewing out all your problems, are you ready to make a decision to follow Christ? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Look, look, I'm being serious. A decision to follow Christ, to follow who he is, what he is, what he brings, the love, the hard, the hardships, the good, the bad. Love him because he is God. 80% of the people don't come back. But the decision must be there. That's why I tell you today that when Elijah did that, do you think that he did it just to show off? You think God showed that much power just because, you know, uh, I'm God? He showed him to bring back repentance, to bring back the people of Israel back to him. And that's why today I want to tell you that the holy fire... He's within you. Let it burn you. Be a sacrifice to God. Danny, I don't know how to be a sacrifice. Whatever you want to do something bad, don't do it. Discipline. Whenever you get in the car and you want to hear some corridos, just be like, no. You put your, you know, your Christian playlist. You want to be a sacrifice? 
Stop going out with the guy that takes you away. Stop looking, stop seeing the girl that keeps you away from church. It's up to you. Look, like I said, repentance comes through you, but the holy fire is here. Why don't you guys get up on your feet? Let's pray. I have three minutes left. Look, and in this moment, I want you guys to close your eyes. Forget about your friends. Forget about the cute girl that you saw across the street. It doesn't matter right now. What matters is you. What matters is you. What matters is your spirituality. Where is it? Do you have God's holy fire? Or has it died down? Has it been put out? Are you dead inside? Start speaking with the Lord. Don't just wait for me to pray, but you pray. It's not about me praying, but it's about you wanting. You pray. You talk to God, and God, you you know me. You know who I am. You know my heart better than anybody else. You know my heart better than I know it myself. You know what I struggle with. You know what I lack. You know what I can't do. You know what I can do. And yet you still love me. And yet you still choose me. And yet you still give me another opportunity to carry your holy fire. Pray. Pray to your God because he's, he's, he's waiting. He's waiting for you to reach out and tell him, God, that's it. I need your holy fire. I need to be ignited. This ignited 2023 won't be the same anymore. I will not be the same. I will not be the same. I want to leave differently. I want to be different. I want to carry your holy fire. I want you to call. Call me with your fire. Espíritu de Dios, Espíritu de Dios. Dile al Señor ahí donde estás. Dile, Padre, dame el fuego santo. Dame de tu fuego, papito, que me muero sin ti. Me desespero sin ti. interiores y oh 
del Señor, dame. El río de tu espíritu. El Dios que me amó. Tell him, tell him, God, I'm here to take the holy fire. Reach your hand down as a as a prophetic argument God I am here I am willing I am willing to take your fire ignite my soul ignite my body my spirit falling out, if your fire is coming out, if you need to be ignited, come to the front. Not for me, not for prayer, but as a sign of 
humble and saying, God, I need you. God, I need you in my life. I am tired. I am tired of feeling empty. I am tired of feeling the same way I felt yesterday. I want to feel new. I want to feel your spirit. I want to be guided by your spirit. Doesn't matter how young you are. Doesn't matter how old you are. There's no such thing as age for the Holy Spirit. time for you to be looking at me close your eyes and pray and pray to the God that's alive, the God that's living the God that wants to give you his love, his fire he wants to give it to you today if you're willing, if you're up for it it's up to you to pray I will pray shortly as well but you start wavered. Jesus, you called me, you loved me, but yet the sin, my life, the world has pulled me and pulled me and pulled me away. I don't know what to do anymore. If you don't know what to do, call upon the fire. Call upon the holy fire that I cannot give you, but I know a God, a real God, a living God that is willing to give it to you. Open your mouth. Speak to him. Speak to him. You speak to him. Father, I don't know what to do. I make bad decisions. I can't choose the right people.
Espíritu Santo, ven. Hoy en el nombre de Jesús. Sienda un lugar, toda la iglesia tiene que adorar, resucitarlo, no será sana del fermo. Hoy el Señor te cambia tu mente, tu corazón te llena en el nombre de Jesús. Llénanos de ti, Espíritu Santo, envuélvenos en ti, derrama tu gloria. Tierra 
tiene que adorar Resucitan los muertos Todo lo que estaba muerto Resucita en el nombre de Jesús Y queremos de ti Santo ven. las voces fuertes 